Welcome to Lotus Eater Listening with Integrative Inceptions with Dawn of the Mossy Hippie and Steph of Lotus Eater. Be sure to head on over to that website directly, www.lotus-eater.ca. Your continued creative contributions support and afford us to continue our creations and contribute to the whole of the consciousness and vice versa. We thank you in advance. The Integrative Inception podcasts are truly organic in nature and natural. Us gals just in our hobbit house, podcasting, having a smoke break, talking about our days and our weeks, our dreams, the magic, the mundane, and everything in between. Allowing you to be a fly on the wall in that capacity and sense what other folks may be thinking or feeling without holding anyone to a concrete stance and seeing that evolution through friends move and grow. Having moments of hilarity or laughing at ourselves, be sure to laugh with us. We encourage an open mind and open heart as we wander through both the light and dark side of life, ourselves, and others. Enjoy being that fly on the wall and incepting upon our conversations. I have to say, previously on... (laughs) On episode two, you had asked me a question oh, oh, about the alien energy. Should we give yes. some context to that? Because that... Sure. So coming out of a... Uh, of a mushroom journey. There it is. It's out there. Whatever. Was it a few days afterwards? Or was it the next day? It was very, very soon. One or two mm-hmm. days later. I can't can't speak to the linear time of that, but I remember like being on my phone, looking, and I could feel that. I could feel it, and it was, and again, I know I was heightened, but mm-hmm. well, the next day or day after, and I'm trying to determine. To answer your question. Because it was a sensation from the device that this is interesting. Okay. So it didn't feel alien technologies in, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. It was emanating. From the device itself. Yeah. And did it from all devices? Like on your computer, on like what could you say that it was an internet thing, <clears throat> or a particular device thing? It was very noticeable on my phone because it was. So that's why I texted your hands. Yeah, it was just oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> like this orb of energy in my hand mm. that could c- communicate, and I was just aware of that that flow around it. And I'm trying to think if it related into any other electronics that stood out. And I don't think to the degree... Is the sensation still there? Or has it subsided? The sensation is not, but my awareness remains of that. And there is definitely a memory of knowing that it does emanate. Mm. Whether or not I can now feel it doesn't make it any less there. Mm Mm-hmm. And where that ebb is coming from, if it's from us embedded in it, or 
or otherwise. But yeah, and you're right. I have read or heard that in my struggles with Facebook and, and the socialness of everything and this connectivity is training us to understand the responsibility of the shift into the fourth or fifth dimension to understand the responsibility of telepathy and what that immediate right. you put it out there and you're going to get there. an effect in return which somehow and you know it's fun I, I dare say that that's um, absolutely positively happening I don't know if anybody's if many people are acknowledging mm. that that is happening and right now it's separate from us so we have this almost this still like if you get far into thinking about it we control this phone we still have this mm -hmm. presence over it mm. but what we do with it is very self exposing exposing and revealing expressive mm-hmm mm -hmm. Mm. Hmm. Makes you wonder. Are you in fact putting it in, or is it extracting it from? Ooh. Yeah. I never thought of it until right now. Because it is actually it. It must be exuding an influence. There's millions of people who will say, "I would never say that to someone's face." Mm -hmm. Might not even think it. But here's the platform. I used it. Or did it use you? Not to say that it's good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Just that it is an energy that can... As we can <coughs> manipulate it to, to put our words out or our feelings and our thoughts, cryptic or not, in memes or blatant bluntness, by the law of something mm -hmm. as much as we have the ability to do that to say you're going to put out there I am happy today it must fairly complete the cycle that it can then influence in return yeah now I wonder if we took away the medium what that could evolve into for for self, for others, to instead of telling everybody else, I'm happy today, what if you told yourself first? Mm -hmm. And what if you didn't to need be able to, to remove that device and then they would inherently know and live happily? That's how they know. Yeah. To be, to embody that. And again, it's the lead by example through mm -hmm. embodying. Do we feel the need to tell? Because there's that funny thing, and perhaps it's just me or I'm not alone, in scrolling through, sometimes there's that, oh, I'm whatever they post, or I'm happy I'm this. There's an inherent knowing you're probably the opposite of that, and you're trying to tell yourself you're happy today. Mm -hmm. So there's sometimes, you, and I believe it's probably more people we're actually closely related to, and whatever they're communicating is sometimes they're reassuring themselves mm -hmm. or they're trying to remind in a place of strength remind themselves I am grateful today mm -hmm. they 
my mind tends to go to, did you go through something that wasn't so fun? Mm-hmm. And this, you're right. placing your right. flag in gratitude, which is a positive thing. But for some reason, I, I feel like there's the back door. Mm-hmm. Something. What was it that inspired you to post this here now? Yeah. What is the backstory? Or this it? overcompensating and in some people that you may know more personally, especially in relationship bases, if they're single or not single, or they've broken up and they post certain things, this, yeah, go get them, girl. Or mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you're, you can see where they're grasping mm-hmm. or feel mm-hmm. where they're grasping or reassuring themselves. No matter which way you're looking at it, there's still an energy around it. Yep that could go either way and it's and if you generally know the person you can get a sense I think it can be a a very bearing of bearing witness type of thing if I declare this I must stand behind it and maybe that's where some folks are getting the strength from that declaration is to say, you know, if I just said it to myself, then I can pretend I never said it to myself. Mm-hmm. If I say it to the masses, however big small or, or big yeah. your circle might be. Or the flood back of reassurance. I was going to say, yeah. and of course, there's always the uh, feedback loop, cries for help. That are sometimes actually happening. Yeah. Because perhaps more people than we know are thinking the exact same way you are. Mm-hmm. Mm, I happen to know that such and such happened to you yesterday. There should be no reason for you to be feeling all peaceful. Or every reason. Unless you're quite simply setting up the circumstances for it to actually become. Yeah. It's this very uh, matrix game of energy. It is. If you get too far into it. But at the same time, it's potentially very real in the exchange of existence. that, And why we hit these roadblocks. Because we're not like your, your heart, your layered harp. We're seeing things on this. But there's so many other... We might be seeing... Looking in, you might not see the depths of it, mm-hmm. and of course, vice versa. Looking up, it's like, oh, this is blocking the yeah. Or is it perhaps they're if someone's doing in that capacity, their law of attraction kind of trying to come into play. Let me put this out there. I'm feeling like a dirt absolutely. Bag, so I'm gonna post happy things or to have to receive, but then it's external to you and coming in. But then if all is one. You're just, you're pulling from the resources that that are. And those who are reinforcing the idea, ultimately, that would have to move back into the person as Mm -hmm. well. Oh, they believe it. To receive it. And it's reassuring. I believe it more and more. Yeah. To fill it up, up, up. Yeah, I am peaceful. I am peaceful. And then it can also be done in the, the complete harboring way, right? The complete which way? In the 
and the harboring or I don't want to say the word evil, but the evil way, right? If you have different intentions, then it could fuel of course. the completely different initiative or agenda of somebody. But it is definitely, I shouldn't say definitely, it feels, well, maybe this is an interesting way to put it, it feels empathic. And maybe that's why being sensitively empathic, it can be very quickly overwhelming because it's... Because there is actually emotion attached to it. Yeah. Hmm. Even though it's moot, it's, I mean, what are the wavelengths besides a conduit for energy, period? Yeah. An energy of its own and a conduit for other. can be be overwhelming and I wonder if it's mm, useful well obviously it has its use even in the simple in the simplest form of it perhaps training us externally with a device to become more aware of ourself our emotions and our thoughts so if they were instantaneously acknowledged by all the people in the grocery store, if they came in so close to us, they would know these things about us in mm. training mm. us for that organic, energetic flow. And not in a become more mindful, and I know mindfulness is a big deal right now, and to a degree that's great, and I don't necessarily know where this thought's going to go, so I don't want to hold, hold myself mm. to it. Mindfulness is great. But also say that's what it was all about. Because right now with it being external to us, we can walk into the grocery store and not have the effects mm -hmm. possibly of what we posted. But if it becomes in that organic state from our being, that mindfulness becomes energy again to mm -hmm. if you're trying to post out to the people in the vegetable aisle, I'm happy and they can immediately tune in your mindfulness to block them is now also going to be felt mm -hmm. immediately that you are there would just be no room for lies right no room for hiding the the purity of i'm i'm trying to discern to myself how mindfulness comes into play as a positive or negative both or neither because the effort in mindfulness Is to acknowledge, allow, and let go. So it all just bounce off of each mm -hmm. other. And communicate. And I think therein, as I <laughs> stated with, within our, our mushroom journey, why did we choose to be this? Because I think this, uh, the physical human form and its heart and its mind and, mm -hmm. and all that it is comprised of. I'm, okay, I'm going to restart. You mentioned just a few days ago that you felt authentic happiness mm -hmm. and to know that that is not based on 
anything, just the actual yeah. essential energy of happiness is this. And I felt peace and mm-hmm. I felt forgiveness. You felt love. We express through the human vessel and heart these uh, pale reflections of what that those actual emotional energies are. So the body. If becomes... this would get out of the way, and, and that's where I'm going back to why did we choose to be this when we can be this energy? We don't, and we can meet in the purity of it mm. without without the pale reflections and get mixed up in the pale reflections it's triggering me to think the physical device of the phone that we currently have bring that power that we give it that reliability yeah is the body we're still at a stage where it's just... It's necessary for the communication. And once we can harness our understanding that the body isn't in the way, it's the it's the phone. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. We can have a phone, but without the battery or the grid, without these certain parts, it doesn't communicate. If the battery dies, if we don't eat, if we don't drink enough, if we don't rest enough, it has a, it has a mind, it has a computer programming as well yes yes. so if we can understand the external body Mm -hmm. body of that computer it has its buttons and its belly buttons and its fingers and toes Mm -hmm. and bring that same understanding to the body could we apply we have a programming we have a brain we have buttons we have battery we have fuel so in theory, is I know what you're saying. Why and even body? Yeah, why yeah. even be the body? Because it is actually a necessary part of the evolution. The phone did not exist. Now it does, because it evolved to that point, and it will be the next thing that falls away when it moves into a fourth or fifth dimension telepathy, mm-hmm. and progressively the human vessel will be the next thing to fall away because it is not required for that communication any longer. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just fascinating. And it's, it has come up in some of my yoga classes, that correlation to actually more specifically restorative yoga or moments of, of restoration in class of plugging in like you're a phone yes you have certainly and i'm wondering if that's again some weird background thing stemming or became more real in that moment of the mushroom journey in the phone because as we've talked or at least i've expressed in my first journey i went into the physical body because i have this weird relationship with it like why this meat suit like come on Mm -hmm. it's complicated and simple and it's in my way Mm -hmm. it's in my way and I think through the journeys or and meditative states even through yoga itself it's my way of moving the body and to clear the circuits 
it's not for an exercise. I don't even know if it's for a spiritual experience. It's literally a tool that I've gravitated to for me the purpose is to clear my dust bust the keys of my keyboard Mm -hmm. clear those lines of communication so I can get into the grid and have a better understanding of why I need the external at this time the the meat suit of sorts for whatever value that holds in that relationship I don't know, because it just feels frumpy sometimes. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we're looking at it, we're looking at it wrong. It's not in the way. It's it's the packaging. You're in a Samsung and I'm in a Blackberry. <laughs> it's, You're in a blue I remember bone. talking about it in in one of my teacher trainings. I was too big for my body. I'm stuffed into this vessel so I I get frumpy usually I feel more of a tight Mm. just shoved into it (laughs) and on the circuit clearing yeah that's I've certainly um, through a couple of decades of evolution in my own end regression by all means, in my own eating practices, nourishing practices, that has, that is ultimately what it has come to. Is this is a, a matter of clarity mm-hmm. for me? Um, you know, whether it be yoga, exercise mm-hmm. in and of itself, being in nature, choosing what you eat. It's a matter of getting the dust bunnies out. Yeah, and to to speak to it being necessary and maybe it's not in our way I can only say well of course it's again I believe we chose it I would like to actually chose it it. and progressively I'm remembering why Hmm. don't ask why? Because I can't tell you right now. <laughs> but I know why. I could tell you two weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't explain why. But I know. I, I firmly would like to think and believe that I chose this. Mm-hmm. There's something reassuring in that. They're like, yes, there is. I, I am purposeful in my own choice. Mm-hmm. I intended if for this. no other reason. My purpose isn't grand in, you know, our topical to be of a great mind or to be a great this, not to say that we can't be great, but that purpose, that seeking greatness is the very purpose of being because I chose it. And that is great to know. I chose it. That's my greatness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The purpose will just be... I think there's that speaks a lot to, to trust and faith. And, and I trust that I chose this. Therefore, I have faith in the journey of wherever of, it goes. And that's an interesting and proper term, I believe, is the faith. And I did came to that conclusion. I think we've both openly kind of rebelled or tried to have a... 
firm understanding of faith yes. in the way people know it. Yes. And it wasn't too long ago that I had had, and I recall telling you that, not revelation of my own, but I was don't want to lose faith in myself. Mm-hmm. That's that's my faith, and it. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> that understanding of faith. I understood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, and it has nothing to do with outside or inside or or what sort of faith base somebody may choose. Inevitably, it came back to me. I don't want to lose faith in me, and that's important for me. Not to hold on to in this grip of suffocation, but to feed that faith in myself. It's purposeful. It's not in importance. It's not a hierarchy of what we traditionally know as, you know, higher or lower in some way. It's just purposeful in some part of the peg. It is. And how do you share that on Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> Without revealing. And maybe that will be the next step. Maybe there's an in-between if, if, the, if social media, if the digital devices are training us for the capacity of the telepathy. Maybe there will be an in-between in which there is actually a digital device telepathy. And then the device moves away. I feel like that inspires me to wander more into my alien world that it, when it's that chip of the phone is embodied mm-hmm. or embedded in the body. Mm-hmm. We falsely believe we have, potentially have falsely believe we now have these gifts to tune into the waves of the internet to to make the calls from our eyes and Mm -hmm. you know whole black mirror style but something we just shifted we shifted it into us so now we acknowledge that we're the phone the chips in us and i'm not saying that's maybe not the evolutionary way Mm -hmm. we're supposed to go i have no clue but i like to believe there's that way, the AI way, and then the organic way. Of, mm-hmm. But if you study this and understand yourself and and understand it's there already, mm-hmm. but you have to practice, like you learn to practice a new phone. You, you put time Absolutely. into learning these apps and these functions, no matter how quick or, or long, you still don't need the microchip put in the body. You can... Yes. And that was, that was my um, crisis of faith um, a couple months ago. I had, I had told you long before that, oh, I figured out what my quote-unquote faith is. And it is in my practice. It is in the process whatever that practice might be. Mm-hmm. You, typically, it's meditation, yoga, and any contemplation thereof. Um, and I, I broke. I broke. And I was pacing around like an animal in a cage again. Hubby's looking at me like, oh, dude, <laughs> are we carting you yeah. off? You know, this is what's going sick. Can you sit down? Um, and I'm like, this is proof that my faith is bullshit that there's nothing in this that 
I'm practicing, I'm practicing, I'm practicing, I'm applying, I'm applying, I'm applying, and I'm still reactive, I'm still breaking, I'm still cracking. And then it flipped to this organic evolution or, or blend of remember that the practice tells you it's practice. Mm. This is just another opportunity to actually practice it. Now, since then, I've kept an open mind to the idea that it could be bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> For all of our illuminating conversations and connections, it could all be bullshit. Absolutely. Could There could quite literally be a big man in the sky who's laughing at us. There could absolutely Look be how cute they are. absolutely nothing. This could all be simply science and when it's done it's done. Like what are those little like sea monkeys? Like we live and die in like that little I got so, oh man. It was amazing that you posted a picture on the study group of the seahorse. Yeah. I loved seahorses when I was a little girl for no particular reason at all. I mean, it was the 80s. It's not like we're watching BBC Earth or anything on the antenna. It's just, I'm like, I don't mean, I love seahorses. And I was talking to Hubby about it. (laughs) And um, I don't even know why. And then you posted, and I'm like, oh. (laughs) And that's faith. Oh, you know what I mean? Um, and is that us embodying by our practicing that connectivity? Probably. In not that. questioning it, just I'm having a conversation about seahorses because I liked them 32 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of all the images in all the world that she could choose, she chose this one. All right. And then to bring us back to, before we get ready to close, are any of our thoughts our own? Oh, well, is this going to be another big dot, dot, dot? Because, (laughs) Because, well, that's what happens, right? That's the question. Did I pull in a personal thought Mm -hmm. or pull from a connective pool of thought? Mm -hmm. And because of certain inspirations that happened in this web of empathic energy flow emanating from the phones of our body that came through who thought it first right and there we go episode three (laughs) thanks for tuning in (laughs) be sure to head to the next episode of Integrative Inceptions with Don and Steph. Booyah!